Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, the Kayak Fishing Show Live, as always brought to you by all these wonderful sponsors, scrolling across the bottom, Ballast Point Brewing Company, Seaguar Fluorocarbon, of course, Jackson Kayak, Werner, and all these other great sponsors, Standard Horizon, uh, Raymarine, Yak Attack, uh, Seagler Reels, uh, you know, these guys have been with us for such a long time and I really appreciate their support and I appreciate you guys for joining us. And supporting the people that support us, because that uh, allows me to keep doing this for these 13 years. If you are new to our show, we are on live every Tuesday and Thursday. It's the same time we air old episodes of the Kayak Fishing Show. On Tuesday is the Jackson Kayak Years. On Thursday is the much older stuff when we were with Ocean Kayak. I said we were on the air for 13 seasons, so uh, a lot of episodes, 13 years, 13 13 episodes a year, so a long time, and uh, so got a lot of episodes to share with you, and if you haven't um, seen them, you know, you can look, watch us on um, Facebook, uh, our Facebook page, our Facebook group page, as well as on YouTube. Our YouTube channel is kayakfishingtales.com. And um, I generally kind of push people towards the YouTube channel because if you like to see our shows and be notified of when we're having a show, you're more likely to get notified if you go over there, subscribe and hit notifications. Um, if you just try to get notified by uh, Facebook, it's kind of tough sometimes because they literally send out our show to less than 1% of our followers. We have a lot of followers but the show only goes out to less than 1% of them. So um, if, unless you're really staying on top of visiting our page all the time, you know, you don't see it. So that's why I really appreciate those of you that share our shows with your friends. But again, you can go back on YouTube if you want to see some of the other episodes that we've already done. Um, you know, we've been doing this for quite a while. So a lot of old episodes are up there already. Uh, we generally will have a guest on, maybe somebody who was, um, on the shoot with us and kind of relive memories. Now, I don't have a guest today, mainly because um, the guy that was on the shoot with me no longer works for a band of anglers who was uh, the sponsor of this shoot. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'm all by myself, but uh, that doesn't mean you can't throw questions my way, comments, whatever else, because I love the discussion. I love to... Uh, talk about the places and uh, where we've been or anything else, you know, in kayak fishing, you know, Jackson kayaks got the new, uh, NAR and everybody's super excited about that. I still have not touched one yet, but, uh, not that I can do much with, uh, still got this bad shoulder, but all the, all the feedback on this boat has been super positive. The feedback on the new drive has been very good. Um, this Thursday, uh, we will be airing an old episode, but before for the, at least the first half hour of that um, show, I will have John Hipsher on the show from Yak Attack. And we're going to be talking about the new Black Pack as well as other stuff that's going on at Yak Attack. And one of you will have the chance to win a 16 by 16 Black Pack Pro uh, in order to be eligible to win you uh you need to comment you need to share the show uh, and that will make you eligible and we will give it 24 hours so those of you that are watching on a replay uh will have still have a chance to to win you still can share it and you can still comment so um, if you want a chance to win a black pack pro make sure you join us next or this coming thursday and participate now we were supposed to have a show last thursday and Facebook was acting up. And for whatever reason, my show wasn't connecting to my Facebook page. So um, we just cut it short and figured I'd redo it because it's actually a pretty cool show. It's uh, up on the Fraser River 
and we were going for really big sturgeon off the kayaks. Now, this was years and years ago before anybody was doing this. And the Fraser River is just a heavy, heavy river, a lot of water flowing through there. And we had a lot to learn to figure it out. Um, and it, it was it's a pretty cool episode. And we got some big, big fish. So I, I hope you can join us for that one. Uh, again, you know, we, I like the comments. Uh, if you tell us where you're watching from, I always love to see that because we do get viewers from all over the world. And uh, if you're watching again, if you're watching on a replay, let me know that because I was I was I'm always interested in that stuff. Um, I do see I have a couple of uh, comments already. Our good friend Gene Wilson, cheers from the deck of my kayak in North Florida. Gene, I am just so glad you can be out kayaking because I'm so jealous. I'm actually, we have a, a small craft advisory going on here offshore. So is it bad that I feel good that we have a small craft advisory? <laughs> I can't go fishing, so nobody should be able to go fishing. <clears throat> so <laughs> I know that's mean. Uh, what do you say? Relaxing in the breezy, shady hammock of a sweet bay, man, covered in bromeliads. Lovely. Awesome. Uh, so here's one Facebook user waving. If you are watching on the Facebook group page, you always need to remember to give that at the very top in the description of the uh, broadcast, it will say you need to give this, click on this link to give it permission, StreamYard permission to use your name. So I know who is actually um, commenting. Otherwise, it comes up on the screen as Facebook user, and I don't know who I'm talking to. Uh, Mitch, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. And Liam, how are you, man? You're, you're kind of lagging there, Liam. You're usually number one and you fell all the way to, you know, fifth comment. Come on, bud, pick it up. <laughs> um, so yeah. So again, you know, the, the, I, I just got to keep reiterating, if you want a chance to win that black pack pro, uh, make sure you join us here this Thursday. So the episode we're airing today is from Drake's Bay. Costa Rica, which is the northern end of the Osa Peninsula. And we are at Aguila de Osa uh, Resort and Inn or something like that. I, I think it was like Aguila de Osa Inn because it changed and it was Aguila, Aguila de Osa Lodge. It's more of an eco lodge than it is a, um, a fishing lodge. You know, that's what they're catering to. And a lot of Costa Rica is like that. They definitely cater to ecotourism. And that's why I like Costa Rica so much because they are so in touch with that ecotourism. It's very clean and the wildlife is amazing. I mean, I absolutely love Costa Rica. Um, it's a bit of a mission to get to Aguila de Osa. Uh, you do have to, um, you know, fly into Panama City. I'm sorry, not Panama City, uh, fly into uh, Costa Rica, um, San Jose. And then uh, we took a small plane to another destination and then a boat to get over to um, over to the uh, lodge. So, but it, it's worth it. Um, Aguila de Osa is, I mean, it's, it's surrounded in jungle. So, I mean, you'll wake up and there'll be uh, macaws or toucans. You know, you got spider monkeys, um, howler monkeys, all just up around your rooms. Um, the owner, Brad, is a really cool guy. And he really likes to be in touch with nature. So there's no air conditioning in your rooms. So day one, <laughs> it can be hot. It can be humid. You know, you show up and they have a cold drink for you right when you show up and an ice, ice cold towel uh, to cool you off. Uh, but with it, you know, you're there for a week or so and you acclimate to it and you really get used to it. And the reason is, like I said, you know, you have no air conditioning, your windows are open, you have fans on there and you can hear all the birds and the wildlife. And, and it's just, it's just so cool. I mean, I like it so much. Now we've shot there a couple times uh, and I like it so much that um, actually after this shoot, uh, my family came down and joined me for a week. And this was like right before Christmas. And so we spent, you know, the, the week before Christmas in Costa Rica and did the, the tourist stuff, you know, went zip lining, did a snorkel tour, uh, a nighttime tour, just all this really cool stuff. And I mean, there's just so much to do there. And of course, the fishing is good. Like I said, it's not a fishing lodge, 
but they do have kayaks there. They have the kayaks that we shot with. They have a, a couple of Krakens plus some other boats down there. Uh, there is fishing, just, you know, a short paddle. We generally mothership because we've got camera guys to deal with and that sort of thing. And of course, you know, we're trying to make a TV show. So we want to spend more time fishing and less time paddling to a de uh, destination. But um, there's good fishing just right there. You know, you just paddle out, turn the corner and you are there. Uh, just maybe a mile down the beach was probably our best rooster fishing uh, location. Um, where we did a lot of fishing in this one was a few miles off the beach, but definitely paddleable, uh, a high spot out there. And um, I think I, I told the story last week when we ran part one of this, I, I got some amazing, amazing underwater footage at one point with my GoPro because this day the water was crystal clear and there was just huge schools of fish, big, big schools of, of big barracuda, um, Dorado, all the, I got so much cool underwater footage and we didn't download it, uh, that night. And the next day we went fishing again, I uh, went to a different location and, um, my camera got knocked off my boat and sank. <laughs> so we never didn't get any of that footage. Uh, did get some more underwater footage later, but of course, it had been a little bit stormy and the water wasn't as clear and it wasn't nearly as good. So it was kind of disappointing. But uh, um, like I said, this is part two of the episode. We got a lot of Dorado on this shoot and we were fishing with, again, R Roberto Martinez from a band of anglers. So, you know, they're a, a lure manufacturer and designer, you know, Patrick Sabil, who's been on my show so many times. Um, so we were dedicated 100% to fishing lures. So I know normally I would go to a place like this, you know, I love to throw lures, but it's also never hurts to have live bait out there. And, but we threw hundred percent lures, but we still got some really good fish, some good Dorado, we got some roosters, uh, Kubera snapper, um, just an amazing place on prior trips. Um, I'd hooked a sailfish right out in front of the, the lodge. Um, and just, we had some huge, huge rooster fish. So like I said, it's just a great place. And the food there is ridiculously good. I mean, top shelf chef. I mean, it just, just amazing. So uh, if you ever have a chance to go to Aguila de Osa, I highly recommend it. Um, I had a couple more comments here. Tara Ryan Harney says, hi from Charleston, South Carolina. How are you? Thanks for joining us. And Dave Fowler, how are you doing from Ottawa, Canada? Are things warming up in Ottawa yet there, Dave? And um, like I said, um, it's uh, it's a great place. And, you know, this is a shot from uh, down around the corner from where we are. And, uh, and anyway, so let's uh, get this episode going. And again, Please bring your questions, your comments. If you if you want more information, just let me know. You know, we'll, we can have a conversation. But until then, let's get the episode rolling. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, we are in Drake's Bay, Costa Rica. I've got Rob Martinez from Band of Anglers with me here. He is a fishing expert, kayak fishing novice. Yes, sir. So uh, we're hoping to get him on some big fish off a kayak for the first time. Stick around.
So we are at Aguila de Osa Inn, which is in the northern end of the Osa Peninsula in Costa Rica. The fishing is great. I mean, they have all the amenities. It's an absolutely fabulous place and I highly recommend it. We've come out here to target offshore species, uh, particularly Dorado. Jack, a big rooster fish. Do Barra come up and chase your lure? I always bring a heavy bass setup with me wherever I go because it's such a versatile setup for freshwater or saltwater. So on that reel, I'm gonna generally have 50 pound Seaguar Smackdown braid, and then I'll have a top shot of Seaguar Gold Label fluorocarbon 20 to 30 pound test, kind of depending on. So I'll pause it there for a second. I don't know if you saw that rod I was uh, rigging up. It was a heavy spinning rod that was actually for throwing poppers. And so I don't know why they're having me talk about a bass rod while they're showing this heavy um, popping rod. I don't like spinning gear personally. Um, and this was a fairly heavy setup. The rod was kind of heavy, much heavier than what I, I'm, I'm used to um, throwing, even with my normal conventional stuff. Um, but I know that using a spinning reel a lot of times with a popper is more effective because you're winding up so much loose line. I fished with that rod for maybe an hour and I gave it to the guide on the boat because I hated fishing spinning gear so much. Now I'm a West coast guy. We don't use a lot of spinning gear. I use conventional round reels and um, I just, it just was felt heavy and awkward. And you know, you're casting and it's ripping your finger off with these big, heavy lures. So I literally fished with it for an hour and said, here, you take it. I'll switch back to my normal stuff. So just thought I'd share that <laughs> on the conditions that we'll be fishing. Oh, man, what a bite. Wow. Oof. Oh, nice Correa, beautiful. Man, this is awesome. What an awesome bite. The fight was short, but really intense. My drag was completely locked down. I don't think it's a Kubera. Not a huge fish, but man, he just exploded on it. You know, what was uh, really cool out there was um, being over the structure and having the Kubera come up and chase your lure. I mean, it really is a special fishery. There you go. Nice. Pretty fish. All right, well, uh, the guides actually asked me to keep that one for dinner. Beautiful morning out here. I've uh, been broken off by a big Kubera. Lost another Dorado. So kind of a tough start to the morning, but Rob's got a really nice Kubera. And he also got broken off by a Kubera. It's such a ridiculously powerful fish. And they have that big wide tail so they come up, pop it, and just head straight back for home. I mean, you have a chance of landing them if you get them on the surface on a popper. I'm fishing the SLD popper, uh, Flamosian board. So what I'm doing, I'm not letting it sink to the bottom. I'm just trying to keep it like in between the bottom and the surface. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, like I said, the one I hooked was right down near the bottom, and he smoked me. <laughs> the doldrums, baking in the sun hoping this cloud will move five more feet in front of the sun so we're not so hot. Other than that, I'm thinking about a Kubera coming up and crushing this live bait I'm about to put on. I guess I did put a live bait on. <laughs> so I decided to take a, a break from throwing lures. been throwing lures nonstop for the last few days. So grabbed a live bait and pinned it on. Ah, oh, a little Jack, a little Jack Creval. It's not the rooster I was hoping for, but uh, wow, that is a weird looking injury on this feller. Heck, I can just do it on the line. This fish has a hole, I mean a large wound hole all the way through him. Still alive, still eating bait. 
He literally had a hole you could, I could see through. Stick my finger through there. <laughs> that is wild. Look at that. Both sides. <laughs> Somebody apparently missed him with a gaff. So this guy definitely deserves to live. I mean, he he has lived with that kind of an injury. Last thing I want to do is kill him. Cool to catch him and let him go, and uh, maybe somebody else will catch him later and let him go and keep growing. Yeah, he either came off a gaff or somebody tried to spear well, nice it and from pull, throwing the pulled lure off all the day. spear. I mean, throwing those big plugs all day kind of wears you out. So just wanted to take a little break and paddle around and troll, and it worked. Got him on my little uh, Siegler SGN. Favorite little reel. All right, well, we put in a, uh, a good day this morning, and uh, the wind has started to really kind of come up, and the swell has really picked up. I'm destroyed, man. I'm really destroyed. My right wrist is dead. We've been fishing hard for several days, and in this heat, we're all pretty tired. So I'm heading a little bit early today so we can put in another long day tomorrow. So join us tomorrow. Janos Weiss, thanks for joining us, man. Good to see you. So, like I said, we have these built-in commercial breaks. That's why they um, Jackson have blacks there. Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak. First to innovation. Seagar, the inventor and perfecter of fluorocarbon fishing lines and leaders. Kokitat, manufacturing paddling gear in Arcata, California for more than 45 years. Today we are going up some rivers, some uh, estuaries, and looking for snook and whatever else is living in these waters. This is the day that I lost the uh, GoPro camera. <laughs> Story behind that was my, my GoPro mount got left on the dock. And um, I, my camera guy just had one of those clip type. And he goes, well, just clip it to the side of your seat. And then when I paddled over to the camera boat, it hit on the side of the boat and fell off and sank. And that's how we ended up losing all that amazing footage. Oh, well, it happens. Uh, what was the name of the river? Ah, uh, this is Chihuahua River. Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Okay. You can see it's like in this place pretty wild. We can find um, all kind of snapper, like mangrove snapper. Uh, Machacas. Machaca, tarpon. Uh, snook. Uh, alligator too. <laughs> tarpon and tilapia are invasive species. They came from the Panama Canal. Right. So from the Caribbean to the Pacific side, uh, tilapia, they love to eat, to eat eggs of any other fish. And tarpon, they, they eat straight fish. So uh, yeah, that's a pretty bad situation. Uh, they are really concerned about these problems right now. Rob, I was just checking out your rods. Your connection to the leader is so much cleaner than my old school Unity unit. Can you maybe hook me up? Tie me a leader on, and then maybe later on we'll have you show our uh, viewers how to tie that knot. Of course, man. Anything. Take care of me, brother. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Good Navida. It's really important to make the loops tight, really tight. Not it can slide. Wraps. It's about 15 each side, so total 30. Now, up. I honestly up. never learned how to tie that knot easily. Up. I tried it, practice it, and I just never got comfortable with it. I switched over to an RP knot, and it was so much easier to tie and just as small. So I normally use the hollow core, the uh, uh, Chinese finger trap type connections uh, with the hollow core braid. But if you're not using hollow core, 
this uh, RP. Well, the big fish are following my right. What size hook is on here? I think so. It's awesome, man. It looks amazing. There's, I mean, there's a lot of vegetation. It's full of bait fish too. I haven't seen a crocodile yet, so yeah, it looks great, man. This was a beautiful place to paddle, but the on? fishing was dead inside this river. But it was cool to do something different than being offshore. We just didn't have any luck. It's not that I recall. So we uh, got to try something different today. I'd never fished in the rivers here in Costa Rica. Um, unfortunately, nothing really panned out for us, but it was a cool day. It was really cool being back here in the jungle, seeing the crocs and the uh, howler monkeys and all the bird life. I mean, absolutely beautiful place and a, and a great place to be able to visit. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get any fish, but uh, hey, you know what? That's fishing. So stick around. We're going to still be at it for one more day. how pretty that is just beautiful place to paddle i said add insult to injury lose my gopro and catch no fish that day but uh you know you have those days and it was like i said just absolutely beautiful paddling through there Jackson Kayak's Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you by Jackson Kayak, a band of anglers, Seaguar, Kokitat. Uh, Genos um, says that looks like a kayak fishing paradise. Yeah, it, you know, it really was. And the cool thing is, like I said, you, you can go out there and fish right next to the coast you can go offshore a little bit and um you know have the tuna and billfish and the dorado um you can go up river and um, where it was a, a freshwater and you have the chance of tarpon or snook and that sort of thing like i said we didn't do well but those fish are there um so just the diversity um that that you have there this little river that's in this picture there <laughs> uh, that's right you know down below the lodge and you'll see crocs down there i saw these guys up that river pull out probably a 35 pound snook and they were local so they brought pulled it out and killed it but uh just a, there's some big beautiful fish there it's it's very very cool and like i said just a wonderful place and if you can see that island out there that's um just below where it says, you know, Seaguar presents the Kite Fishing Show live. There's an island right there. My family and I went out there and went snorkeling around the island. Uh, it, it's just an awesome, awesome destination. And I <clears throat> highly recommend it. So we are at Aguila de Osa Inn, and this is actually a return visit for us because we liked it so much. The uh, staff here is amazing. It's such a friendly, friendly place. Everybody was so wonderful. Just, just impeccable service. The food is beyond belief. You sit down at a group table for every meal and share stories with people from all over the world. The fishing just beyond the lodge is great. And the water's so crystal clear, you could sight cast to a Dorado. I mean, it really is a special fishery. It's a very, very diverse environment here. Even if you're not coming here to do any fishing, it, it's a great destination. And there's a lot to do, whether it's going on doing zip lining, fun stuff like that. They have scuba diving, they have snorkeling tours, uh, they have jungle hikes, they have night hikes.
One of the really appealing things about it to me is you're listening to the birds and the monkeys. Uh, I mean, you eat dinner, you're sitting out looking over the water right next to the jungle. It, it's an absolutely fabulous place and I highly recommend it. That was a bad decision for him. Beautiful male. I'm throwing the flying popper, floating version. I was popping slow because this is an area where we found Cubera. And uh, when I saw the magic coming, I just speed it and boom. Nice bite, really nice bite. So, so yeah, one more magic for the flying pencil from Oceanborn, floating version. Ah, oh, man, this is going to turn to ceviche. I came all the way from Spain to catch this beautiful fish. And he had never kayak fished before. He had never kayaked before this trip. So he definitely had a, a bit of a, a learning curve there. This trip are the Jackson Kayak Kraken 15. We're doing a lot of paddling in open water, and that's what this boat was designed for. Just paddling, trolling, covering water, strong currents. This boat is at home here. We've come out here to target offshore species, uh, particularly Dorado. And if you want to target Dorado in a kayak, there's a few things you uh, want to look for. Uh, of course, you use birds, just like you do with a lot of fish. Use birds. Uh, look for those in a certain area. Uh, know where there's high spots out in deep water because those are going to generally hold bait and they're going to congregate around that. Uh, another one is current breaks. You know, you look for a hard current break that is holding debris, whether it's kelp or wood or trash or whatever, and just work those current breaks. The other is, of course, as I always say, if you're moving, you're trolling. So if you're moving to a new spot, there's no reason not to throw a lure out behind you and troll it. Because if you have something in the water, at least you're still fishing. If you're just paddling, you're not fishing anymore. So there's a few trips to help you find Dorado when you're out kayak fishing in Costa Rica. What do you think of kayak fishing? I think uh, I really like it. I really like the fact that uh, it's a really equal fight between the angler and uh, the fish. So please invite me again to one of your awesome trips. Oh, I'm sure we will. I'm sure you will. Just as so long as you bring more of the band of anglers uh, lures. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I promise you I will bring a lot of ocean board poppers next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we actually ran out of poppers because, you know, you're throwing for um, for these Dorado and then sometimes Kubera would take you in the rocks and then every once in a while these big old Barracuda come through and just, they just slice you off in a heartbeat. Mr. Funk, how are you? Thanks yeah, for joining us, man. You need some salt He's therapy. I need some salt therapy. Seagull. I need any kind of fishing therapy. Powerful microwave. I, unfortunately, it looks like I still have a ways to go before I get to fish. Siegler Reels. ACR. So and I, I am water. jealous of anybody who can be fishing right now. Yeah, we've been tasked with bringing some uh, fish back for the lodge. You know, that's they serve fish, fresh fish every night. So we are keeping fish on this trip. You know, and Dorado, if you're going to keep a fish, Dorado's a great one to keep. I don't know how well you can see it, but I've got a spot marked there, there, and there where I found high spots. And this is just today of work in that area. You paddle up to it, cast, 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 and you're drifting through. Paddle back, cast, 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 paddle through. And it's the same zone. These are spots that we marked. Um, a few days ago. So we could be coming back to this spot, but these are fresh tracks just from today. So there's your marks on the fish finder. And there's my Etch-a-Sketch of the area we're in. <laughs> so we actually saw 
a big cloud of bait and moved up on it. And then just off of it, we uh, saw a couple of fish jump. Ah, come on. It's a very soft rod. So it's kind of forgiving of when the fish jumps a lot, but of course then you uh, lose a little bit of pulling power. But luckily it's fairly soft up in the tip and it's got a pretty good backbone to it. The hard part is landing fish when you're using a long rod in a kayak. And when the fish get down below you, this is when you really need to be careful about not high sticking. That's when you can break a rod. Be ready to just bury that rod in the water if you have to. Because if they go down suddenly, and you got that rod tip up. I've seen so many rod tips get snapped. I actually see people who are like afraid to put the rod tip in the water. It's, you know, don't be afraid to get it down there. He's just bulldogging me. Good, strong fish. See, now he's gone under me in this way. I can't reach around the boat. So just put that rod in the water he will push the boat around. Hey, these are not those little peanut dorada you see sometimes. Dolphin. These are quality fish. It's right here. Beautiful fish. <laughs> Big school of bait under me right here. Normally I have a gaff that's about 32 inches long. Here I've got one that's about seven feet long. Safety-wise, I'd much rather gaff a fish to control it than try to hand land it with my leg, particularly with a sizable fish. They always manage to go down right as they get near the boat and get out of your gaffing reach. Ah. That's where I always like to gaff them, right up at the back of the head, so you uh, damage the least amount of meat. Yeah! There we go. Fish, man. Great job. And, it, man, there's nothing better on the popper, on the surface. That is so cool. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, it almost matches your Werner paddle. Look at that. Werner got it right. <laughs> Same blue spots. Woo! Man, what a great way to wrap up a trip. Yes, sir. Rob, thanks very much for coming. Thank you, man. And bringing, thanks for inviting me. bringing the awesome lures. Thank you. <laughs> From Ocean Born. So if you're coming down to Costa Rica to do some kayak fishing, I'm just going to show you really quickly the four setups that I think you should bring. First off, something you're comfortable throwing a lighter lure with. So you can use this up in a, among the rocks, offshore. It's just for throwing those lighter lures. Then of course you want something that you're really comfortable throwing long distances, maybe heavier lures, bigger poppers, that sort of thing. High gear ratio reel. Next, always, like here I've got my uh, Siegler LGN. Uh, I use this one for vertical jigging. I love to vertical jig. So you really want to have something like that. And then, of course, a trolling setup. This one's more like seven feet long. This one is a Siegler SGN, small game narrow. Great for, great for throwing a Rapala uh, out there or for trolling that live bait. I'm loading up my low profile reels with 50 pound Seaguar Smackdown braid. And then because you don't know what you're going to hook into, whether it's a Dorado or a Kubera, I'm using 80 pound Seaguar pink label fluorocarbon. Uh, it's very, very abrasion resistant if those fish take you into the rocks. And of course, most of these fish have teeth. Uh, on the business end, of course, it's great to have a good lure like these ocean-born flying poppers. These things have been deadly on this trip. It's amazing what a difference a couple of fish will do in our attitudes. All of a sudden, we're smiling, we're laughing. <laughs> You know, yesterday we were feeling a little down and we weren't, weren't making things connect. But you got to have those bad days. You got to have them. Otherwise, if it was yeah, easy course. every time, I mean, of course. how much fun would it be?
Oh, I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> well, getting down to that warm water and just, man, got to get back to Panama. Got to get back to Costa Rica. Got to get back this to This week fishing. on Jackson Kayaks Kayak oh. Fishing Show, we are in Drake's Bay. This is going to go ahead and repeat itself. <laughs> uh, there was a couple more comments here. I saw... Um, uh, Jano says he's going to be at the Dry Tortugas uh, this weekend. That sounds really cool. I, I've uh, looked into that place several times. I'd love to go there. Of course, um, you're going to miss our show on Thursday and your chance to win a black pack. But, you know, I think I'd probably go fishing too. <laughs> um, what else he says? I'll be fishing the Pulley Ridge on Yankee captains. I'm not sure what that's all about, but um, I just hope you have a great time. And I hope the weather cooperates and so do the fish. Um, Mitch says, I feel your pain not being able to fish. I hurt my knee last week. I'm supposed to go pike fishing. Yeah. You know, when the body breaks down, it's, it's not fun. And um, like I said, um, my shoulder it's not doing great. I said I had surgery on it and it still doesn't want to work right. And I, my neighbor is a physical therapist and she thinks I have a frozen shoulder. So I'm going to need more intensive physical therapy. What are you doing? I got a dog trying to climb in my lap here. Um, there was a, another question. Oh, Mark Hill says I would do that adventure in a heartbeat. And again, I, you know, I just reiterate, you know, about Aguila de Osa. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not a fishing resort, but they do have the kayaks there. Um, they do have the boat there. So, I mean, there's a certain amount of fishing, but they're, it's not, they're not a dedicated fishing resort. It is more of a eco lodge, eco tourism. And that's what the majority of people who are there are there for, um, is for the environment. And um, they cater to that. <clears throat> But it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Like I said, the service is amazing. Uh, your first day, like I said, you, you walk up and they have an ice cold towel for you because it's usually pretty hot and humid. And if you're not used to that uh, and you get your, your first free uh, frozen cocktail when you get there. <laughs> Sorry, this dog wants to get in my lap for some reason. What are you doing, Boomy? Come here. Okay. That's Boomy. <laughs> um, absolutely wonderful place. And like I said, the service, everything about it was so great. And that's, again, that's why I brought my family there to have a vacation because we liked it so much. Boomy, you're, you're not working well with the green screen. So, um, I, I highly recommend it. And if you're looking for a link for that, again, it's Aguila de Osa, and I can give you information on that if you would like, <laughs> um, What's that? I wanted to go 2020, but guess what happened? Yeah. It's kind of what happened to me in my TV show. <laughs> I haven't shot a show in, uh, you know, in the couple of years because of, uh, of COVID. And then now the shoulder issue, who knows when I'm going to get back to it. So I got to live vicariously through the rest of you and kind of have my memories by watching these old episodes. So I hope you will join me watching these old episodes. And again, join me this Thursday. Uh, where we will be airing this episode from the Fraser River, where we're getting uh, those big, big old sturgeon. It's actually a two-part um, show, so it'll be this Thursday and the following Thursday. But we got sturgeon. Our biggest one was nine and a half feet. Uh, but to start that show off, again, John Hipsher will be joining me um, from Yak Attack, and you will have the opportunity to win a Yak Attack Black Pack Pro one of the 16 by 16 versions. So uh, if you want to have that opportunity to join us uh, next week, make sure you comment uh, on the show and interact and share it. If you want to be eligible to win, you must share the show. So, um, <clears throat> and those of you that are already sharing the show, I really appreciate it. I, I, I seriously do because again, and I've, I've said this over and over, if um if I rely on Facebook sending this out to our followers, it's going to go out to about five people. Um, and I've got 172,000 followers on Facebook. 
but uh, they send it out to less than 1%. So those of you that are helping me out by sharing it, I, I greatly appreciate it. It means a lot. So um, there, it looks like there was a couple questions. I don't know if people are... Um, uh, lucky, Jeno says he's doing a tournament in Pompano Beach in Pensacola. And... Uh, Chris Funk says the Black Pack Pro is incredible. Super impressed. Yeah, it's the thing that the, the Black Pack Pro, and again, we're going to talk a lot more about this on Thursday. But if you've been if you've been following the posts I've been doing about it, you know I've changed it up several times, and you know you're not drilling holes through it. It's already got the areas to do your attachments, this grid pattern, and you're not drilling all the way through it. So it's easy if you change your mind to just reorient something. So, which is what I've done. And then of course the one I've been working on is for my blue sky. And, you know, I've got it on this um, pedestal because that needs to be raised because I had a cutout for my torpedo motor. And so it's just been really fun, but it's, it said it's been really easy to change the orientation and, and do different things for it. So it, it's a, uh, you know, you look at it initially and you go, it, it's a crate. Well, you know, it's a what? It's, it's a box. But then when you start using it and, and start setting it up, you pre the more I set it, the more I appreciate it. You know, the, the more I play with this thing, the more I tweak it, the, um, the more I appreciate it. So uh, it's definitely, if you're looking for a tackle management thing for your kayak or your blue sky or even your boat, um, it, it, it's pretty cool. Um, Mark says, I need a rooster christening. Yeah, I love rooster fish. From the time I caught my first rooster fish in um, Baja, um, where I used to guide down in Southern Baja, the East Cape, um, it's been one of my favorite fish. And I've caught some big ones. My personal biggest was uh, over 75 pounds. Uh, biggest a client ever got was 85 pounds. And um, a lot of those were, again, in Baja while I was guiding. Um, you know, we were catching them there before all this stuff with, uh, Costa Rica and Panama, you know, Los Busos, of course, you want a chance at, <clears throat> at a good rooster fish spot. You know, Los Busos is amazing and it's such a, a great destination, uh, that really caters to kayak anglers. Um, uh, you know, I don't think there is any place now that we're not guiding down in Baja or anything like that anymore. Um, there's really no other place that just really, really caters to uh, kayak anglers like Los Busos does, at least that I know of. So um, <clears throat> if you uh, if you want the chance at some big fish, um, you know, I've only been there once and we had, we had a rough time, honestly. Uh, the fishing was not great, mainly because we couldn't get any decent bait. Uh, all the baits were like eight pounds, you know, they're just giant bait. And um, we had a just ripping, ripping, ripping currents and weather. So uh, our trip was not great, but I know well enough that I've seen enough of their stuff uh, and the way they do things there that it, it, it's really a worthwhile trip. If you can do that, if you want a guided type of uh, really dialed in kayak fishing trip. Losing my voice. Uh, Rudy, how are you? Thanks for joining us, man. Um, so with that said, uh, I hope you are all doing well. And if you are going out on the water, like I said, we have a small craft advisory here in San Diego. So I hope you're not going out on the water right now. But um, if you are going out on the water here or anywhere else, uh, please remember always wear your PFD. I think you may have seen the post I put up. Um, what I put up yesterday or today about some guys dying on the kayaks, not wearing PFDs. So please remember always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. We'll see you on Thursday.